gonna be fun. I just feel like whistling, but I am so happy I have Rana here in person in the Hue living room Absolutely. on the red couch. And looking, yes, I know, and stunning in this burgundy dress. So I know. And hey, let's bring them all in. Robin, it has been so long since we've seen you. Thank you so much for joining us tonight. Uh, we've got a lot to talk about. And, I, you know, we're going to start things off about talking about reinventing yourself. So, I know what you think. <laughs> Robin, can we really reinvent ourselves? What does that look like? <laughs> well, you're looking at someone who feels like they reinvented themselves. So, <laughs> you know, I, I don't know. I think I've talked before about in 2017, I was sitting on a couch going, do I want to live, do I want to not? And I was like, oh, that's, that's because there's really a boy brain in here in this other body that maybe doesn't feel like it represents me as much as, you know. And so I threw out all of my clothes except for bras, can't buy a good man's bra, and bought guys' clothes and I wear like this and I've lost 100 pounds. I feel like... I reinvented myself. I, I look at photos now of 10 years ago and I go, who, who is that? I mean, ultimately I'm still the same person, but I feel like I get to express myself fully and I don't believe I was doing that before. So it depends on what you term reinventing, really, doesn't it? Because yeah. it may mean different things to different people. Well, I think so. So now, Rana, I mean, <laughs> let's, you know, I chose this topic especially for you. Yeah, I think that most people do, um, we do reinvent ourselves, you know, as we kind of go through different chapters in life and, um, you know, start different careers, open up different doors for ourselves. We do that, you know, and... Um, you know, I think it's pretty obvious, like just lately I've been doing some branding and, you know, new, <laughs> just inventing and some colors that I like and just changing some of my my own um, visuals, you know, whether it's in, on social media. And that's, it's been really enjoyable, right? But that in a, in a way it is, it's not really reinventing it's yourself really, but it is just kind of solidifying things that make you align with who you are, right? So, and I think... Uh, Robin, you kind of, you know, talked about, it, like you kind of referred to that as just coming to who you are. Um, and in terms of a definition, it might feel like you're reinventing, but really you're just going through your process, your life process. You're just kind of sifting through. And uh, you know what? Staying stagnant in any way is never really growth, right? You always want to be growing and you always want to be changing. And that comes with reinvention. Very well put. And hi, Linda. Hi, it's Linda. good to see you. Yes. All right, so you can chime in here. Yes, we're starting right into reinventing ourselves. And how do we do it? You know, are, are you, am yep, I going? Yep, you're going. <laughs> it's you. I'm going. Hey, I'm jumping in. Yes. <laughs> you know what? I'm glad you were talking about this, Rana, about... Um, about the branding part, because in the fall, I did this really fun, um, uh, it was a, a coaching program and it was out there. It was woo. It was like, it was um, using your elements, like earth, fire, water, all like knowing your elements and using that in your branding and your clothes. 
And I mean, it's as far from like professionalism as you can get. Like it was like really like tapping into, you know, what makes you come alive and stuff. And it was so much fun. And it really, um, it changed my branding. I started to go into different colors, um, things that just felt more playful, more like me, um, rather than this professional version of what I thought Linda was supposed to be, but rather just like really what I like, you know? And um, it was really fun. So I think it's like almost that allowing yourself to explore, hey, Amy, um, explore and have fun and uh, yeah, tap into your, like really uh, tap into your essence. Where did you get that? Where, where did you, so sorry, not to just jump in there, but so, er, so you're like earth, fire, water. Where did you get that? Where did you get that information? Like what, is it called something or what's the. I will, you know what, I'll, I'll drop a link in the chat because um, it, it, you know, okay, now I'm just coming out just completely (laughs) woo. But anyway, her name is Angenay, the Technicolor Priestess. And uh, she has a quiz that you can go through and you do it twice. So you find your two elements and I'm water and air. Air likes um, effervescence and sparkly things and confetti. think light bubbly things, champagne, water likes flowy, um, you know, fire is like Tracy, like what you're wearing, like that would be fire, right? Um, And then there's earth, like the groundedness, more muted tones. Um, Oh, what's the other one? Um, Oh, space is more like um, uh, uh, avant-garde. Anyway, I don't mean to hijack the conversation. No, no, I, I, I love that. I love that. I think I know a lot of people. Listen, I know a lot of people who do, and again, it's not woo-woo. I don't think it's woo-woo. I think that we're all connected, and I think energy and all of these things have been around for hundreds and thousands of years. But I know people who do it based on numbers, based on astrology, based on, like, all of these things that, you know, I definitely, you know, not woo-woo, but I definitely follow that stuff so I know that you get a lot of those elements based on your birth date or you know your son like whatever it may be I know people will think this is like woo, but it's not it's you know I actually genuinely find it fascinating Uh, but anyways yeah that's super interesting I love that well and I think too that it really taps into who you really are and Amy, I know, thank you for joining us. Like, we jumped right in it, talking about reinventing ourselves. So from woo-woo to uh, finding the right bra. <laughs> Hi, everyone. It's been yeah, a while. I know. So it's so like reinventing yourself. Yeah. Yes. Um, I, well, what was interesting to me was why the woo-woo? Why, why, why can we not embody, like, yes, this is what I believe in, God, creator, spiritual numbers, angel numbers, uh, or the different colors. And it's interesting, when Linda was talking about the colors, I'm like, well, well, that's part of, like, Chinese feng shui, too, the different elements. And, like, in our house, my parents are all about, like, the four elements and how to arrange um, furniture with the colors and the different um, materials of furniture in making that like um that that grid in the home and i and again i think it goes back to everything is like connected some way somehow but it's how we interpret it and why are we calling it woo woo it's something that we value that we believe in and that works for us right and it brings us so much joy it brings me so much because i've been talking about it today too um sorry that was off on a tangent no that's what we do that's so good. I love that. <laughs> I love it. That's why I love this place. It's always a safe space to chat about whatever we want to chat. No judgment. Um, okay, so we figured out, I guess, some ways we can reinvent. Why? Why would we want to reinvent ourselves? Robin, <laughs> hands up right away. Uh, I think it's about being true to who we truly are. Like I think, one of the one of the thing one of the reasons why we called the company Robin Priest Live Your Truth is, 
I think so often we're socialised into thinking we have to be a particular way. Even the conversation about describing something as woo-woo, because what will other people think if we just go, I did this great course, it was amazing, it was about this. Instead, we qualify it with this thing to kind of have acceptance from others as well. And, and so I think for me that reinventing ourselves is the place where we're exploring who we are and living our truth in that moment. And I think like life is full of changes. So we're always adjusting. We're always changing and seeing what it feels like in this moment to, to live our truth. So that's what I think it is. Mm. Like, I think it's ever changing where I don't, you know, I don't imagine I'll be the same in 20 years because I'll be living my truth in 20 years. And people might go, oh, you've reinvented yourself. And maybe I'll say that too. And maybe I'll just go, I'm being comfortable with me. So I, I think the reinvention piece for me is about being authentically me in this moment. Mm-hmm. Well, what do you think, girl? Well, and, and let me ask you too, reinventing yourself, Robin put it very passionately, being true to yourself. Mm -hmm. Sometimes we reinvent ourselves because we're changing something in our lives. Yep. Maybe it's a career change. Yep. Yeah, and I think uh, it is It is definitely something to consider, right? I know, um, you know, when I first went into politics, there was a lot of changes. Uh, the way I spoke, you know, I definitely did not change the way I spoke, which was, I mean, somewhat problematic, apparently. Um, <laughs> and still, and still, and still it true. hasn't changed. <laughs> so when I jump back in in this lifetime, it's still going to be the same issues. Um, no, uh, but I, I remember, I remember very, very specific conversations about what I couldn't wear, uh, you know, my hair, I, I don't think, I think it's very rare that I have my hair curly now, and that was, uh, that was a byproduct of uh, politics, being in politics, where people are like, well, your hair makes you look wild, you know, because I have like crazy curly hair, um, you know, so there was a lot of things, and, um, but at that time, I felt like other people knew what was best for me. Like, I, I was taking advice from people who thought that they were doing the right thing and they knew what was best for me, but what I was doing that time was kind of getting further and further and further away from my truth and my authentic self, and that is where the problem kind of lies in those situations, so you're not kind of in line. So when, I'm, when, when, when you in, reinvent yourself as a person standing in their own power, basically, like who you are, what you're about, that is a very different kind of reinvention. That is you being, this is who I am, this is my authentic belief system, these are my values, this is, these are the skirts I like to wear, these are the heels I like to wear, I love my hair like this, I love these words, I use them every day, um, and just owning that, right? But I think as you grow, uh, you learn. I mean, being in, you know, being an entrepreneur, being a lawyer, um, you know, definitely it changes a lot of things about you. So sometimes I have to uh, reinvent myself when I'm in different scenarios, right? So I'm not always going to be, you know, the aggressive lawyer <laughs> kind of person uh, in very formal, fun situations. Like you do, I feel like we re reinvent ourselves almost every day. You know, but we're always trying to stay authentic, right? We're trying to be true to who we are. Uh, and I think it's common, normal for us to, you know, change according to audience and not change who we are. Uh, but basically, you know, that saying, know your audience, right? Know who, you're, know who you're talking to, know who you're talking, you know. You're not changing your core values, but you might be changing, you know, the words you use, the, the whatever, the, you know, whatever That's it is. That's why I'm always in trouble, Rana. Me too. Because because I never, like, I'm not good at that. I'm just, what you see here is what you get hanging out with friends is, and and people have always said, you know, have you thought about, and I'm like, nah. So this is why I'll never be in politics. 
Because I'm just... <laughs> I don't know. You know, listen, I, I have this conversation daily these days, um, you know, and, you know, I like who I am. Like, I genuinely like who I am. I know there's things about me, right? Like, I know that there are core values about who I am that are good, that are positive, that are, you know, you know I know that... You know, I'm not racist, I'm not sexist, I'm not any kind of phobic uh, across the board. I'm, you know, I'm a generally open and understanding and welcoming and loving person. You know, even the, you know, I, know, I love the word woo-woo, woo, woo, but like even the woo stuff, I'm in. Like I am in, I, I find power and love because I just think those are amazing things. I think it's a knowledge base that people should carry. Sorry, you know. Um, and, and like you, Amy, it's very much a part of my life, you know, it's part of our, uh, our, our beings, it's part of our families, it's very much a normalized thing. So I love that Linda brought that up. It's perfect. You know, I love it. <laughs> I wish go. I was a part of your... Uh, well, we should maybe get her on. I think we should. Yes. Okay, so uh, riddle me this. <laughs> I am throwing it out there because I've been thinking, okay, and, and I'm talking Frank between us as women and we all know that we do it if one of your friends or whatever say comes comes out wearing something totally you would never think that they were wearing and you know maybe is talking about different things that they're trying is there not just like a little bit of like has she lost her marbles Maybe a little bit of jealousy. Is that the way that I, I, mean, I don't and, know? Like, I don't think so. Or, or do we just say behind their backs, "Oh my goodness," and being very fickle, going, "What is she doing? She's just trying to impress." Like, oh. you know what's interesting? And I don't know. Maybe I, Robin or Linda or even Amy. Like, I truthfully, and this is maybe me being super naive and just believing that. Uh, there's general understanding and openness and goodness in people until I go on social media and I'm like, whoa, there's a lot of trolls out here. Well, yeah. But <laughs> um, but no, I think when you're in a friend, I think when friends, when you're amongst friends, when you're amongst people you love or they love you and, you, you know, I just, like for me personally, I'm like, keep at it. Like, <laughs> I love this. Do it more. Show me more. Like, I, I'm just that type of person. I, I think it's really fun. But I guess it just depends on your circles, right? Mm -hmm. I, I, for me, I don't think I've ever known that no. or seen that. But well, I know. I, I know that you would either say that's really ugly or, or you'd be very frank and honest. Yeah, like, yeah. if it was something I was like, uh, as a friend, you would be like, girl, no. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> or let me fix it. <laughs> let me no, fix I think it. that's legit. I think yeah. um, I think most of the time we might not even have the courage to tell our friends this is what's going on or this mm -hmm. is what I'm seeing or this is what I'm feeling. But I would agree. I think now in this time, this now, I would let people do their own thing. I think, I think if they have the courage and they're embody, embodying that energy, let them go wild. Do you, like, do you. I'm sure before they walked out that door, they looked at that mirror, checked themselves out before leaving. And they, 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 they look great. They were feeling great. Unless I think it's, they're asking like, hey, how, what do you think of my outfit? Do you think I'm showing a little bit too much, too much legs? Then that's where the truth comes in, I guess. Yeah. And this was from a weekend experience. I'm like, yep, I can't give like unsolicited advice. Oh. Nope, not even to close girlfriends. Yes. <laughs> oh, really? So there's a lived experience behind this. Oh, A very good. new one. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. What, Linda, what do you think? Oh, you know, it's a great question. Um, I, you know, going back to that group that I was a part of, it was fascinating to see what resonated with me, um, you know, like quirky little earrings and stuff. That, that speaks my soul. Like, that's like, yes. Like, these have little eyes on them. I'm like, <laughs> yes. And then this whole group, there's about 20 women and you know some would come in like full dominatrix kind of garb with like 
wacky, like eye makeup drawn on. Some would come in like really soft pastel and, and some would come in like just like very sleek stuff. Everyone was being true to themselves. So it wouldn't like, I couldn't say, there would be no part of me that would feel like I, my opinion of what they looked like would matter because mm -hmm. it really is about how you feel in it. So, um, yeah. And I mean, I have two teenage daughters. I would, the, the truth would not come out of my mouth. At this. Like <laughs> it would not it would be like, Oh, that's what you're wearing. <laughs> But then, um, you would, so yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm with you, Amy, like just people are just let them, let them explore. And I'm also with you, Rana, is that um, I'm also the friend that if I'm seeing somebody making changes, I'm like, turn it up, like go for it. Like, I'm like, yeah, go louder. <laughs> I want to like, it's exciting to see somebody trying new things and taking risks and and putting themselves out there, you know, most of us live our lives with that constant, like, what do people think? In fact, like what you guys were saying at the beginning, when I said about woo, that was, as you said, Robin, like me going, okay, like, what are people going to think of me going off about the elements, you know? So I did give that caveat. Ooh, this is kind of crazy, you know? And um, so most of us walk around all the time with that, what do people think? you know, putting on the shirt, what do people think, you know? And I think the more that we can get away from that um, and dress how we want and we let other people dress how they want, the better off we're all going to be. Yeah, I agree. Uh, so <laughs> can I just, yeah. Okay. So I don't know, you guys were all on social media together and you know, this has been actually, I've been thinking, this has been in my mind for a few days. So we've had Rochelle on this Mm -hmm. on you yeah. I, I think we've all spoken about her as a woman uh, as somebody who's very supportive of other women she's just a beautiful soul such a kind person such a giving person so I've been seeing on social media I don't know if, it, do you guys know what I'm talking about no no okay so so she I guess she wore and I'm just gonna have this conversation because it pissed mm -hmm. me off like it actually made me very angry uh, she wore this beautiful like, and it was like, obviously it was like a fake fur, white, beautiful um, jacket somewhere. And I guess that's how I, how I would describe it. It was just mm -hmm. like a jacket. And people pulled it and they were literally just going off on her. And then they're making memes about it and they're doing all this ridiculous stuff about it as if she like, I don't know, like did the most horrific thing ever. Um, and it kind of made me, it really made me mad. You know what I mean? Because... Like, you know, she, you could tell that she felt good in it. You could tell that she was just wearing it because it was something that she wanted to wear. She looked fabulous. I don't think that it makes uh, her wearing something that's really nice or whatever makes her less of a leader, less of a politician, less of a, uh, you know, represent, representative of her constituents. But yet you saw all over Twitter and even on Instagram people just blasting her. And it was so disgusting that I thought in my head, I'm like, well, you know, this is why people don't, this is why, you know, yeah. um, you know, I can, I can like, why don't we just pull up the shoes of some of these guys and see like, <laughs> if we really want to play this game, right, let's start pulling up the shoes and the ties of all these guys. Like nobody calls them out on this stuff. No. You know what I mean? And you're not talking about somebody who, who hasn't proven herself to be, uh, you know, a very competent leader, a very you know, solid person. She really is, you know, one of my favorites, absolutely. Uh, but still, people are just at her. Why? Because she wore a fur coat? Because you were offended that she wore a fur coat? It's winter. Like, relax. <laughs> know, it's still winter. Like, relax, yeah. you know. Wow, but, that's terrible. Was no. it because they thought it was like a real fur coat and not a faux fur? No, I don't think it was that. I think they were just making fun of the fact that she looked... I, I, I don't know. Like, I don't, I truly, wow. 
I too love, flashy, maybe. Lovely, maybe. lovely human and yeah. all about community. She's been to, to so many charitable um, events and speaking about her lived experience and in the domestic viol- violence. And very, uh, like, I commend her for her bravery and, and for her courage. And I love her wardrobe. She has a very eclectic style, yes. vibrant colors. Hot pink is is her jam. Hot pink and navy blue. And she can pull it off. Yeah. I've seen her do like the fur and like the very like the the the, the really it's like legally blonde, that yeah. kind of look. I and love it. Just fantastic. Right. And so, I think regardless, people, that's that's a mindset of people. They just like to shit on people. I'm sorry. Yeah, Am I allowed no, to? No. Yeah. It, yeah. Totally I'm just being true. my authentic self right now at 7 p.m. <laughs> yeah. I know. But, but I think that if you're going to sh- uh, look at I, I, I don't see us shitting on men for what they're wearing. That's, my, that's where the oh, issue so lies. men. I do not see us shitting on men for disheveled hair, for mm-hmm. their whatever, whatever people are perceiving to be, uh, you know, cookie cutter, uh, you know, politician look. Like, that stuff is, but from, you know, the point of my story is mm-hmm. I found it absurd. I found it so offensive. I found it offensive for women altogether. And then a part of me was just like, okay, like, was there something going on? Like, am I just mm-hmm. catching, like, some bit and piece of this? Because I didn't really delve into it. I just kind of saw it, and I was just like, ugh. You know, mm-hmm. so point yeah. of my story is that, yeah, like, I, I, you know, there's some people who own it, and I hope she continues to own it, and I want her to put that jacket right back on and every press conference from now till the end <laughs> yeah. of winter, yeah. put it on. <laughs> So I'm curious. Do you feel that it's because she's doing well? Oh, sorry, Tracy, go ahead. Well, no, no, no. And well, continue. No, go ahead, Amy. Yeah. Well, I was just gonna. I was just gonna ask. Do you feel like um, it's because she's doing well now? She's representing community, and people just have to, you know, bring her down a little bit. That's that's what happens when you're a little bit more popular. People don't like that. Yeah. No. And so I'm gonna ask you on that feed. Was it women doing this? Uh, I did see some women in there, yeah, yeah, and but I, I think, can't imagine men commenting on. Yeah, it was well, they were there was there was I don't even know I you know and I I'm bringing it up and kind of with like a 12, 15, 30 percent knowledge of exactly mm-hmm. what was going on. Uh, all the posts I saw were basically like, what is she wearing? Oh, like um, you know, just ridiculous nonsense. And then there was some I don't know. They were just making they were comparing pictures like as if it was some big joke I don't know I I I just don't know I well for me it was just like flashbacks and I was like oh my gosh like just people stop I know you know stop well that's where social media comes in yeah yeah go ahead you know really it really does speak to though the um the barrage of judgments that we have had in our lives since the moment we're born about what being a woman on this earth is supposed to look like (laughs) be sexy but not too sexy be bold but not too bold right be be nice but also be confident you know uh, make a lot of money but don't make more money than your husband be uh, you know be brave, but also consider everyone in the room, you know, like it's, we get, you know, like, and for someone like Rochelle, you know, be a strong, powerful woman, but don't offend anybody be, you know, be powerful, but, but also be meek, like, it's crazy making it's, it's, you know, so you're getting dressed and you're trying to find something that's going to appeal to everyone. Which is impossible. So I love that she's, yeah, she, she doesn't do that. She goes into her closet and goes, yeah, the, the, the faux fur jacket is going on. Like, and she's, she feels good. And I love that. You know what? You're right, Amy. She does have any event I've ever been at. She commands the room. Like she is, you, you look up and you're like, oh, there's Rochelle. Like she's, She's got that. She that, does. That, and so. honestly, on this note, yeah. now that we're talking about but, it, sorry, our, this conversation gone. totally went completely <laughs> different. But I actually, and I saw, I, I actually saw, and like these are all women that I have like an immense 
amount of love and respect for, right? So I, I, I saw a few days ago, uh, maybe a few weeks ago, I saw Nahani uh, post something and she was wearing, like, you know, she's like totally teal, right? She loves that teal, that's her vibe, and she just owns it, and she rocks it, and she's so stunningly beautiful herself, right? That's another powerhouse, you know, just a powerful woman, speaks her mind, couldn't care less. You know, cares, but she cares about the right things, just like Rochelle, I think. Um, but she had this post, and then for her, too, she was just like, basically, wear whatever you want to wear. She literally, her post was, you know, and I, I don't know what it was. I think she was wearing, it might have been like a, like her top had a little bit, like a little tie on it or something, like whatever. But she, her post was basically like, wear whatever you want to wear, like blah, 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 blah. And she's standing at the ledge and I'm just like, oh, rock star. <laughs> like, oh, I just love it. I love it. But though that's the type of stuff, right? Like those are the type of things that, um, you know, women jumping in to politics in this moment in this time uh those are the things that we'd be watching for right to see mm -hmm. like are there are there you know are those voices being heard and you know for me every time i see that i'm rallying behind it because i just i i think it's so necessary you know i just i don't know i just think we just need to be who we are and you know what's that uh what's that 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 saying um the wolf in sheep's clothing but it all goes back to you robin saying finding the true you and that can be that can be a painful journey too right yeah it, it can be one like you're all talking about you know from that time we're little we're meant to look a certain way act a certain way i was never that like i was the little tomboy and then when I was a teenager I very clearly didn't fit into let's go shopping and see what kind of clothes and dresses and shoes I was like um, give me my brother's clothes and I'm happy and so you know you get a little you get a lot of flack if you don't fit that mold either if you don't kind of go after let me look like other people. And so it is painful. And certainly even like those five or six years ago, whatever it was, when I went, oh yeah, I'm gonna start dressing totally for me. Like I'm, you know, you still get flack, right? Like I still get flack from my family. Some of my family are like, what are you doing? Why do you wear your hair like that? Like, I don't have, like, curly hair, even when it's longer. It's just like, um, but it is that, why do you dress like that? Why do you look like that? Why don't you act like this? And I, I think society puts so much pressure on everyone to look and be a certain way. And you're right. We don't look at guys' clothes and go, dude. That tie is ugly. Those shoes. Should we Those start? shoes yeah. are not good. <laughs> I mean, we don't do it, but people all the time are looking at women going, look at that. Look, why are they wearing that? Why aren't they doing this? And I, you know, I, I hope that the generation, that the generations that come behind me get, they can be whoever they want. That being said, I want to say it feels like younger, like people younger than me are labeling themselves more and more and more and more. Mm -hmm. And I, so it seems like they're in more boxes than we had, but that's just my opinion. There's a label for everything now. And I'm like, just be you. <laughs> Don't label it. Just be you. I know. But yeah. Well, I'm, and that was another part of. Uh, what I wanted to talk about is words, and that's yeah. perfect segue. Is labeling people and and the way the language that we use, and you know that can be all part of our reinvention. But words can be, like I said, they can be healing, but then they can really be very destructive. Uh, and not just saying swear words or you know derogatory comments. Um, yeah. So it, it's really it's kind of a slippery slope. It is. Yeah, it is. Um, you know, there's a lot of labeling theories, and I think there's been a lot of experiments done. And 
um, throughout history and especially like in the sociological field of you know and anyone who's kind of dabbled in that stuff you know that that labeling itself has a lot of um, a lot of negative uh, repercussions on people as time goes on right and I think that um, I think a lot of like I think a lot of the experiments that they had done in the past had to do with um, labeling someone a criminal labeling somebody sort like that in that field and seeing how it, it just in the future just affected them and uh, it almost throw, threw them back into you had these like very high recidivism rates of people who were labeled a certain way um, you know like and they're just kind of perpetually involved in crime and um, you know not to get super serious about this I know this is a very serious conversation but those are the types of things that happen you know when we're talking about and every single conversation we have I know I bring this up but it's just so it's just it, it just it's so connected to everything so you know when people talk about these systemic issues or these institutional issues a lot of it has to do or some of it or some component of it is to do with labels you know um, you know because oh you know she's a she's a terrorist or whatever whatever it may be it just it throws you into um, a world just by that label that ultimately just just like a downward spiral right that's pre pre set up right so you're either this and you're gonna go down this way or you're this or you're gonna go down this way so labels are powerful um, and a lot of the times very destructive like you said mm -hmm. um, and I think we have to be very very mindful of the words we use you know very mindful of the words we use and you've heard me on here so many times in the middle of conversations just being like no right we're gonna we're gonna pull back here and um, but we also have to be respectful of what people know because sometimes people literally just don't know what they don't know you know when we have mm -hmm. uh, a lot of conversations on this platform um, when we're talking about lived experiences you know like a lot of what we talk about is based on our lived experiences so uh, we all come from different places and different ways and like Amy said it's such a safe space to to have very open conversations but yeah I mean you know people labeling theory it's out there, you know, tried, true, <laughs> tested, and experimented. Well, it's crazy. Linda, you look like you're thinking. Yeah, you know, it, it's so interesting. We were having this conversation. I was in a meeting this morning um, with a, another group, and we were, um, it was talking about the LGBTQ plus uh, community, and we were talking about the label queer and how for older people who are in the in that community queer had such a negative connotation it was something that they were used it was used against them uh, when they were young to wound to be cruel but the younger generation has reclaimed that label and it's a a, a word that is empowering because they've chosen to make it empowering for their community. Uh, so it's interesting just to see that same word over a, a, you know, a couple of generations has, be, has changed that meaning. Um, and it, it, it's fascinating to me. So um, yeah, labeling is, is, is interesting. I think there is time and the place, like Amy, you would know this and Robin too, there is some power in uh, mental health labels um, you know for many many years we resisted talking about mental health and labeling it and saying I have anxiety I have depression you know uh, you know and and using those words and saying that you know those labels allowed me to get the help I needed or, or to connect with other people who were going through similar experiences so there's many um, I, I think examples in that area where it's powerful and it is um, um, it, it's necessary. I think it's powerful for some. We have to be really careful about blanket statements, right? One of the top psychiatrists in the US three years ago now said we're getting it all wrong by labeling people. And certainly I teach in all my classes I don't give a shit about someone's label. What I care about is what's happening for them. What does it look like? How does it impact their life? 
So what, one of the things that, like, I, and it's kind of divided, right? Some people get a label and they're like, yes, mm -hmm. at last. Like for me, like I don't give it, to, truth be told, I don't give a damn. I tell people what my diagnosis is because people go, oh, you function and you have a diagnosed bipolar disorder. But some days I agree with it and some days I don't. For some people getting a label of a mental health issue is a death sentence for them. So I think we have to be super careful about any of those labels, right? Even in the like alphabet group, that's my group, LGBTQ2S, that other little group, I think there's some people that will be like, yes, that label holds true. Like I'm in a Facebook group and apparently if you say dyke on Facebook, Facebook come a hunting you. You can't use that word. But some people really associate with that and some people hate it. And so I think one of the things we want to be super cognizant about in every group is finding out what it means to that person, right? I've taken back the word crazy. Crazy has always has been this connotation of that's a bad thing. And I talk about getting my crazy on and I go, I'm taking that word back and that's cool word for me. And I, I think it's, I think it's really important that we explore with each individual whether labels work for them or don't. Mm -hmm. Wow, that's a good point. Yeah, wow. I mean, it, everybody has like a different perspective, but it's they're all valid. And uh, and I guess words can never be more important in communication, right? Yeah, absolutely. You know, and, and getting your point across. Amy, you wanna? Pop on in all of this? <laughs> I think for me, labels are similar to, to stories or they slowly become a story in your head, depending on that label you give yourself. And then, then you slowly manifest all these different things that correspond to this label. It's all like a lateral thought set, right? Oh, I, I'm not rich. I can't make money. Then I don't have enough money to pay this, blah, 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 blah. And it becomes like this roller coaster of negative thoughts, right? And I think this is where like the whole, um, what you're saying about there's, there's, there's um, scientific data behind it. Same with even having the stories in our subconscious mind. Then we live with these labels and story. And then also in mental health, it's kind of like learned helplessness, right? We're, we're actually being this person that we've been told about and that's ingrained, implanted in our head that we can't really get out of it. And the only way to get out of it is by reprogram something else, be someone else, and then reinventing yourself in terms of the affirmations. I am love. Yes, I am love. So so it's it, this it, this conversation actually came full circle and I, I know did, how to do it. Absolutely. <laughs> it, it, it makes, it's right reinventing unlearning everything that we've learned um while growing up to find our um authentic self living our truth essentially and giving ourselves more grace and really loving ourselves that much like like i'm reading this book called um loving yourself like it like it kills you or like it matters or something. And it's essentially about reprogramming that subconscious mind that everything is to all our choices are tied to our self-worth, whether or not you think you can make money or manifest a great love life or, or become a parent all ties back to our self-worth, whether or not we think we deserve it, whether or not we love ourselves enough to do it to put in the work to be this person. Um, yeah, so this, this, is, this is a beautiful, beautiful conversation. Now I have to ponder on that thought. I'm like, what okay. am I learning here? <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like we need to give Linda's, and Linda, okay, so full, full disclosure. Uh, so Linda's coaching, I feel like we need to give Linda's coaching a plug because about a Let's year ago, I think I had a call with you 
Remember that? And yeah, uh, and I was just going through. I'm just going through it, and you know, I've been going through it for about two years. I've been really <laughs> like in in a in some very difficult um, things to sift through, and it's been public knowledge. I think I've been very open about all 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 the all the shit that's going on and has been going on. But I remember a call with Linda, and I said something, and I don't know what I said, but it was very like self. I don't know, like it's just kind of self-loathing. It wasn't even self-loathing. It was just something that was that I just it just came out naturally. And then Linda said to me, and she actually stopped me, and then she 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 reframed it. She, she was just like, well, you know, every time you have this thought that's almost like taken away from your own value or your worth by saying this negative thing, and I don't remember how she worded it, but basically I said something negative like, oh, I'm just a dummy or I'm just an idiot. I don't know why I did that or something like that. And she quickly jumped in, um, and she gave me. She reframed it for me immediately. And then she said, okay, well, next time you think that about what you're doing, you're going to think this instead. And I did it, and it's funny because I still do it. Oh, great. Yeah, I still do it. But, but the point, point is, just going back to what Amy said, is, you know, it's, it's really good sometimes to get that help because sometimes it is hard to reframe those self, that self-talk, that, you know, that negative self-talk or whatever it is, like, oh, I mean, I walked in here, and what did I talk to her about? I was just like, I don't know how I've been eating really well, and I don't know how I gained one pound or two pounds, and nothing's fitting me, and I look like that, like I just went off being like a, you know, whatever, but, you know, I'm just saying we are very self-critical. We are very critical of ourselves, and uh, anyways, I feel like we just, I'm giving a plug to Linda. I'm giving a well, plug I, to Linda's coaching, and... Uh, I will take the plug. You will love this story, then. This morning, so I'm in the, and I, I, I wrote this um, for my social media tomorrow, but um, so I'm in the Starbucks line this morning and I pull up to the window and this young woman, you know, leans out and we're doing the transaction and she said, oh, where are you going? And I said, oh, I'm just going home to work. And she said, oh, what do you do? And I said, well, I'm a coach and I work with women in business and I, women creatives. And, and she said, you mean you're a life coach? And I said, yeah. And she said, can you coach me right now? And I said, and there's like cars behind me and I'm like, sure, <laughs> what do you need coaching on? And you know what? She was so earnest and she was so sweet. And she said, I, I don't know. And she said, well, what do you tell all of your clients? Like, what's the number one thing you would just tell all your clients? And I said that all your thoughts are not true. And she's like, oh, right. I always forget that, but you're right. They're not true. And I said, that's, I, that's the whole point of coaching is that you're helping people be aware of their thoughts. The thoughts, like you said, Amy, those subconscious thoughts that are, you know, pulling us down, those old stories that don't serve us. We notice them and then we get to choose the ones that we want to think on purpose. I am love, you know, like the, the thoughts that you really, really want that are going to serve you in life. That's the whole, that's the whole shtick right there. It is. It is. It is. And I, and I'm sorry. I know this is just my thing. Like I, I, and like me and Amy, me and Amy need to sit down and have a conversation about these things. Cause I am in it. I feel like meditating, you know, so meditating was one of the, best life self-care actions I've taken in my entire life. You know, even if it's for three minutes, even if it's for five minutes, even if it's 10 minutes, just to literally close down your brain and just exist, right? Um, and then for me, just being kind of much more, uh, just much more spiritually aligned with who I am and what I'm about and just being very, very true to myself, that's been just life-saving in so many ways for me. So I think that I can see that shift because I've been like that since I was like 10 years old, like since I was a very young child. Um, but I feel like you kind of lose it along the way as life goes on and then you start to pick it up again. But I actually see a lot of gener like this next kind of generation coming out and being much more aware of, of, of these things. And it's really amazing. You know, I think that they're probably going to be better off for it, for sure. But yeah, I don't know. There's just so much. There's a lot. There's a lot. A lot of cool stuff. <laughs> well, and I guess, well, you never know where your journey's going to take you. Uh, some are cool. Yeah. Some, yeah. some are fun. 
somewhere fun? Somewhere, um, you know, necessary. Question, necessary. Question, I'll use the word. What's that? that? I was going to say the question we have to ask if you're talking about reinvention, like yeah. this is your whole program today is reinvention, is you have to know what you want. Mm-hmm. And you have to ask yourself, not just what I want, because that can, that, but what do I really want? Like, what is the truth of what I really want? Even if it's scary to admit, even if I don't even like the truth of what I want, admitting it to yourself, like, what do I want? And that's the basis of the reinvention of where you're going. Like you have to know where you're going in order to start the the reinvention process. So ask yourself, what do I really want? And listen to yourself and be truthful. And uh, it's, it's not an easy, it's not an easy thing to admit what we want. Cause it can be, it can be like big stuff, like, I don't want to be married anymore or I want to move away and I don't, you know, I have responsibilities here or I, I want to leave this job or, you know, like admitting what you really want is it's, it's, it's not an easy path, but it's, it's, it's getting you closer to your authentic self. Yeah. And then I was going to add to that. That was like a, mi- that was a mic drop to... moment. Yeah. What? What's that? I'm like, that was such a mic drop moment. <laughs> Go ahead, Amy. <laughs> I was, I was going to add to that and say, and when you're ready to reinvent yourself, I am every, everything is like a habit. If you think about it, did someone teach us how do we know to wake up and go to the bathroom and to brush our teeth and that um, going to work, you have to take Pemina, then down to Fort Street and that Polo Park is um, in in St. James area. Like it's all out of a habit. We're essentially on default. So to change something is like changing your habit, being 100% committed, being 100% responsible and rebuilding that mind mindset or that mind frame, rebuilding that story. So if we're so good in that negative self-talk say, Oh yeah, we look shitty today. We don't look great. Blah, 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 blah. Let's, let's talk about something else. Let's, let's take a step back and be like, you know what? Then pick something that looks flattering on you. Stare at yourself in the mirror and say, I look damn hot. And keep repeating that. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) And like do that over like 30, what what, what do they say? The 67 days, Linda, to build a habit, to build something that you can really like start transforming your life. Is it, I I think think that's what it is. It's 67 days. And it's really the transformation comes within and not the external factors. You want stuff to start changing outside you change inside first. Wow. So true. So true. Anyways. Yes. That's it. <laughs> 67 days. Your time is running out. Time is <laughs> starting now. I kid you not. I challenge you every single day. Look at yourself, put on something nice. Look at self, look yourself in the mirror and like either I love yourself or I look damn good. You know what? I 10 think times. That, that's such a, that's such a, it's and it's such a, you're a hundred percent correct. I think, in life, and again, we already talked about this, but just as a last something to throw out there, um, you know, we've been taught to not age, right? Like not to, not to, not to accept the normal aging process, right? So um, I know for the first time, and so what, I'm like 44, 45, almost 45 now, I finally, finally got two grays finally two and they're right over here and I literally look at them every day and I'm like oh should I pull them out like what do I do like what's the process here (laughs) I actually don't know they're my first ones um but there's something about that but I'm telling you there's these are all social constructs these are things that we've been taught 
um, you know, things that we've been taught to, to, to feel about ourselves. And, and then I've been very open about it. I'm totally feeling it right now. You know what I mean? I feel like my eyes are getting tired. Like I'm just blah, 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 like well, for whatever reason. And so then I was looking at it. I'm like, oh, look, here it is. Here it is. <laughs> look at this. <laughs> okay, so can we in our small group be revolutionaries and let's cut the crap, let's not be so judgmental, let's live our truth, 67 days, and we'll all look like whatever your your goal is to look like. I don't know. But, I, I yeah. We look just or need feel to like. Be. Okay, so look or feel like. I'm in. But but how, how are we going to hold yeah. each other accountable, though? Do we have to disclose <laughs> what the challenge is? Well, we come back here to this chat and for the world to hear about our progress. And I'm in. I'm in. We'll create a movement at least once, you know, at least once on the show. Words of wisdom, okay? And we've got all the experts here. Um, you know, and, and I think, too, like, go away taking something from our conversations. I mean, I do all the time. I do. Whether I practice it, no, but, I, you know, your words resonate, right? And, oh, yeah, Linda said that. Oh, yeah, she's right. Robin, oh, God. <laughs> and Amy is less like, you, yeah, you make these things make, make sense. And, and uh, let's all pat ourselves on the back. Absolutely. There you go. Uh, there, 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 there. I feel like we need to do an entire show on you again. <laughs> no, not on me. Well, if you want, I'm always down. I'm always down. Um, but like astrology, numerology, yes, yes. Um, everything. Like let's let's just dive into it. Oh, I know. I, I'd love to do that, Linda. Let's start with the the lady that. Yeah. Let's do it. Yeah. Let's do Send it. I put it in the chat. So okay. I put te the the Technicolor Priestess in the chat. So everyone do. The quiz, and then you'll find out your elements and how to dress okay. more in keeping with your elements. Okay. So much fun. And you know what? I'm glad you said that, uh, Rana, about aging, because, like, that is one of my missions, is to reinvent aging. Like, mm -hmm. reinvent how we think about it. That it can be, like, the biggest, most fun adventure. That it is, like freedom and fun and you know now is the time not to be safe but to be right. wild and be you know take risks and and let go of what people think about us that's mm -hmm. the freedom of aging we get to let go and go i don't care anymore like <laughs> there you go yeah. love it love it wow there's all no. these i know today was awesome campaign platforms yeah, there dear. i know <laughs> Lot to, lot to get, ex lot to get excited about. We're just gonna include that all in here. Uh, well, thank you so much, Rana. You're welcome. It's fun being here. I know it's a little different being it's, here. It's, and, it's weird, then, yeah. Yeah, but perfect. I know. So, and thanks, Robin and Linda and Amy. It's always been a great conversation when you girls join, and um, it's been wonderful. Thank you so much. And I can just put a plug in, everybody, too. Um, I like you twenty at lenardtaylor.com. You'll get 20% off all of his new spring looks. And also, this is Revolu Fashion Revolution Week. So you can check out on all oh. of the cool things that Lenard is doing to um, create sustainable fashion. So you can find out more about that. But anyways, thank you for everyone for joining us. And have a wonderful Tuesday evening. And we'll see you in two weeks. See ya. Bye. 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 Thank you. Okay. You're good yeah, okay. I'm Jeff Woods and I'm shining a light on music and the rock stars who make it. He just was one of those people, he, he stood out. He was a magic guy. He really was a magic guy. All, we all have force. He had the same amount of force as we all have. This was before Led Zeppelin. Robert was full on. I mean, he was Led Zeppelin without the band behind him. He had the hair, the jeans, the whole thing, you know. And he was amazing. The Records and Rockstars podcast, heard around the world and yours to hear wherever you get podcasts. All the episodes from jeffwoodsradio.com. What happens when we play outside? 
We become healthier, both mentally and physically. We become more creative and more focused. We connect with nature, each other, and ourselves. Let's take this outside. A new podcast hosted by me, Marianne Iveson, an aspiring outdoor athlete and nature lover. I speak to athletes, outdoor professionals, and scientists about their connection to nature, how it affects their performance and everyday life. Let's take this outside. Available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts, and at letstakethisoutside.ca. Another Sound Off Media Company podcast.